재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵 What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? 그리팡 아빠의 안타까운 웃음을 알려주면서 복지 지원을 Prime time. It's prime time. 
consumption has always been a concern. They want to uh, boost consumption here, give a jolt to the uh, uh, domestic demand, uh, maybe be a little bit less reliant on exports. We've seen maybe a little bit of a rebound um, over the first two months of this uh, year. We kind of had a downtick. Uh, Do you feel that consumption overall, and we can look at various indexes and all that, but is it uh, shoring up or are, are we still looking at a very fragile environment right now? Right. So con- consumption saw an uptick in March, consumer sentiment as well. But uh, in the overall scheme of things, if you look at something like consumer sentiment, it's kind of moving in a very narrow band, actually, since late 2000, uh, 2011. The fundamental reasons why um, consumption is stagnating are to do with household debt, which has been growing throughout the recent months, and the decline in exports, uh, partly driven by the slowdown of growth in China, and that's still been going on. So if those are the two main reasons why consumption is stagnant, there's no real reason to believe that we'll see a sudden miraculous uh, uh, resurgence in consumption. We could see actually, though, maybe another downtrend as far as consumer sentiment goes? Nothing dramatic, but uh, there's certainly nothing pointing to a sudden acceleration in growth of consumption. Right. Professor Yang, you put the numbers in perspective, 770 trillion won worth of consumption for the year, uh, (laughs) 0.1% if you're talking about the numbers during this four-day period. Uh, So the government, and again, it's made a lot of headlines. Um, Obviously, the government's really been doing its best to uh, give give this a big PR boost. But you have Liberation Day last year. They said there was a good boost there. This time around, it was even a bigger boost. They can't keep issuing these temporary holidays because people do still have to produce in this economy, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things that bugged me about this particular holiday as well as the one last year was that it was decided so late. And some of my schedules and my family's schedules were really locked in. Ah. So uh, it didn't really do us that much of good. And another problem is that uh, now whenever we see this type of uh, holiday where you have one working day between two uh, holidays or weekend and uh, holiday, then people might naturally expect to have that turned into a holiday, a temporary holiday. And that can really uh, put some problems on production schedules or work schedules. Uh, after all, it's a lot of these companies, it's not just working within Korea. You're also working with foreign companies, and they might not understand how you can have a temporary holiday two weeks before that holiday. So you're, you're, you're seemingly implying that this sort of short-sighted thinking or any sound economist will say, look, this is not going to really have an outsized effect in the long term. There is a political element, though, is there not? The government is saying, look, uh, we lost the recent uh, parliamentary elections. Uh, we're not maybe super popular right now. But we are having to show that we're doing something. This is, this is us actually taking action to try to give a boost to the economy since we can't pass all these reform bills that are being mired in the National Assembly. Yeah, I mean – Every, at this point, every little bit helps. So uh, having this temporary holiday, if you just take the single case, it's probably better than not having it. But still, if you make this sort of a ongoing thing where you really don't know whether you'll have a, a holiday at that day or not, I think that's going to, in the end, have negative effect on yeah. productivity more than positive ones. And you're also baking in those, I suppose, 
consumer or yeah, oh look another yeah. Thursday holiday we can ex- uh, oh, and then what happens what the if heck? you don't yeah. get it right and then so uh, that would also have probably some psychological effect on sentiment uh, Professor Kim a consumption cliff now it's great that okay this uh, department store had a family they went and visited during this Friday extra holiday and they said oh look at this nice new LED TV uh, we've been wanting one for a while let's go ahead and buy it so they bought it on that day uh, the government came out and trumpeted these numbers saying oh we, we sold this extra TV here and that's part of the uh, boost in sales now that family obviously is not going to buy another LED TV <laughs> later on down the road um, do we have to worry about the economy perhaps uh, feeling some kind of a little consumption cliff or like a little downturn because of the fact that uh, some of that spending was already done on that day and not necessarily implying that this is going to be a continuous or sustainable development by the average consumer? Right. So you're talking about how, you know, certain large purchases could be bunched over that four-week, four-day holiday and leading to less purchases subsequently. But actually, you know, we saw a kind of consumption drop in the first quarter of this year following the fourth quarter of last year. Uh, there were some uh, you know, government policies that encouraged a lot of consumption at the fourth quarter of last year. And as a result, uh, consumption in the first three months of this year fell by 0.3%, despite things like um, low individual consumption tax on cars and whatnot. Now, typically, to encourage consumption, the government would use monetary and fiscal policy like lowering taxes or uh, spending more. And the government did that. You know, in the first quarter, uh, when we, you know, just before we had the elections, the government front-loaded uh, its spending for the entire year, 40% in the first three months, which is kind of remarkable. Yeah. Despite that, consumption fell by 0.3%. So... Um, you know, the government can use its policy, but we've kind of seen it happen. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's not a you know, miracle cure. So keep doing monitoring fiscal policy to, to try to shore up uh, more consumption. But really, aside from that, I think you're saying not much else can be done that would have an immediate, I guess, right in front of your face effect that people right, can see. Right. I mean, the again, the fundamental reasons have to do with the household debt and the uh, – declining export uh, markets. So, you know, those cannot be, if they can't be immediately addressed by the government, you're you're not going to see, you know, a dramatic reversal in consumption. Right. So, again, that point, Professor Young, is that maybe the government policymakers and the, you know, the economic experts that work for them recognize what Professor Kim just said. So essentially, (laughs) we can't do anything about what's going to happen with China and uh, how our exports are going to be. We can't control the global markets, but we can at least show that we're doing something to give that little bit of a boost. So at the end of the day, when we go, hey, look, we can't, you know, control external environments, but hey, on uh, Children's Day, the day after we did that one thing, so give us a pat on the back. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about pat on the back, but they do have the right idea, which is that when the uh, foreign demand falls, you need to build up the demand domestic demand somehow. And I think at the base, you have the right idea. You want to increase domestic consumptions to offset the fallen exports. I'm just not sure whether this particular method that they used was the wisest way of doing it. I mean, we were talking about Japan being a decade or two ahead of us. So they've been doing, they've, they've thrown everything at this, right? Have they, have they kind of, have we seen what goes on in Japan and said, okay, that works, this doesn't work, and maybe that's why we're trying this extra holiday thing? Okay, well, uh, if you look at Japan, they tried almost everything and they didn't work. Now, we don't quite know what will work because almost everything that they threw at failed. But at least for the people who are studying uh, Jap- uh, macroeconomics of Japan, most of their 
uh, not all of them agree, but a lot of them seem to agree that one of the reasons it didn't work was that they didn't try a big enough fiscal policy uh, targeted uh, toward uh, the people who had lost their income, and they uh, backed off on the expansionary fiscal policy when it started working because they were afraid of building up their domestic debt too much. Uh, so uh, this is untested, but it's based on what happened in Japan would be, well, not so much uh, infrastructure projects. Korea may be different because there's some areas which really do need infrastructure, but Japan spent too much project on infrastructure that they didn't need. Mm -hmm. So retarget that spending for welfare policies and then stop worrying about increasing the debt for now. Okay. And just keep on that, uh, keep uh, whenever... In Japan, whenever you saw economy improve a little bit, they said, well, we can raise taxes or reduce okay. expenditure, and they uh, put out the flames. Don't put your uh, foot off the pedal, I suppose. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this.